0: raining in this fucking city it hasn't stopped except for the one day that it snowed a foot and a half you know it hasn't stopped the snow that snowed two days ago a foot and a half of it is gone almost almost it's going because it's 13 degrees and torrential downpour again today
1: (laughs) i'm sorry i got distracted because i just moved my blanket and my previous fart came out into my face (laughs) uh that's
0: a good start should we take this opening again Really?
1: Yeah, maybe. Well, Sorry.
0: <laughs> it is never. Listen, this city's kicking us in the balls a little bit.
1: A little bit, it is. And you know what? Who, balls. Everybody keeps asking me, do you regret it yet? Who's saying yet? Why are people saying this? Were because... people, did people like know that I was going to come here and be like, what the fuck? Did people know that I was gonna come in here, come all up in here, and and just be like, I want to die. Cause if anybody knew that and didn't tell me,
0: no, you know what people told me, you're gonna love it. Yeah, that's what
1: people people are like. It. That's a great idea.
0: That's it's a-, a great. You're gonna love it. It's per. It's a great city. Not in fucking December, it ain't. No. Holy shit. Do you know when the weather was really nice? The week before we got here. No, the <laughs> whole time I was quarantining. It wasn't that great.
1: It seemed pretty great for me in my bedroom in the dark, scary, mad den. It still
0: rained most days. Really? Yeah. I
1: was, like, completely out of it.
0: Yeah, it still rained most days. Because that's when I went and bought all my rain gear when you were in quarantine. Because I was like, fuck this. I was, like, fever dreaming. Like, I walked from my Airbnb to a a coffee shop. Like, literally, not kidding you, like, a 38-second walk around the corner from where I was staying. And, uh... Uh, my boxers were sh- were soaked you should have worn pants and I- <laughs> no, uh yeah probably and i, and I was like i'm not doing this i'm gonna go spend 300 dollars on rain gear which was a good decision but i didn't really have 300 i i
1: oh i know we're so
0: broke we're gonna hey windsor we're gonna see you soon <laughs> no
1: we're not we're not going back <sighs> we're gonna get through this buddy we're yeah. the best Around. You yeah. know what sucks though? I really want some furniture. I'm like,
0: yeah, I, you have, you still have no furniture in your room. It's just a mattress. You have a 94. mattress. At least you have a mattress now.
1: You're fucking air right, bud. No more air mattress for this girl. I'm growing up. Mom, big girl now. I'm gonna fashion the air, uh, the um, U-Haul boxes in my bedroom though. I'm gonna start taping them into an actual furniture. It's gonna be, and I'm gonna try to make it look as much like Pee-wee's Playhouse as possible. I'm gonna make Cherry, and then I'm gonna have that pterodactyl, uh, Terry. I'm also gonna have um, a clock, and I'll. Um, I and, forgot
0: about Terry. Oh
1: my god, I'm gonna have Terry um, with a P. Conky 2002, oh and we'll do god. the word of the you day. you were, like
0: unlocking some core memories I forgot were there.
1: Oh, buddy, I I I don't know if I still have it, but <coughs> I had all of Pee Wee's Playhouse on DVD, and it was like my prized possession. Oh my god! And now I just realized I don't actually. Have what
0: was his thing again? We were just talking about this. He had like a thing, right?
1: I think his thing was that he was which. I am in several Facebook um, Paul Rubens groups and Pee Wee <laughs> groups because that's the level yeah. I am. But it's an un—it's a rule. We don't talk about the charges. <laughs> <laughs> it's a thing. But yeah. What the, was he masturbating in a porn theater? Yes, I think that's what it was. I honestly, and he got rest for
0: indecent exposure And everybody lost their fucking mind yeah. Saying he was like a danger to children or something
1: Yeah I actually feel so bad Like I feel so strongly about this that I don't even google it Because I can't remember it anymore But I don't want to contribute to the google search
0: <laughs> <laughs> and if So I, you really are like
1: Oh I'm a big fan
0: Yeah this is like a thing I for you I fucking love Pee Wee Herman I mean I kind of do too I remember, So I remember hearing about that I don't know when that happened but I remember hearing about that and being and and people like literally losing his mind. Like, didn't he lose his show and everything over that?
1: I can't remember. I remember my cherished memories of Pee Wee Herman and how he's gotten me through so many things. And I just
0: you just really don't want to talk about this, do you? No, but, I first do. of all, how masturbating in a porn theater, like
1: I don't understand. I know that what not... you
0: I know I know you're not supposed to. It's kind of like like he's the only one who's ever done it. Yeah, like, well, see, on.
1: that's the thing. But I think it's kind of like walking around masturbating at like a fucking sex dungeon. Like, you don't walk around and masturbate oh, yeah. at a sex dungeon. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah, we were just talking about that yeah, last Yeah, we night. were
1: just having that conversation.
0: Yeah, because that one in Detroit. Yeah. Is you it, okay. Don't so don't do that. But so you maybe, also don't do that at some, a porn theater. Maybe there's some listeners here. And um, you can contact us at thisisfalsepodcast yeah. at protonmail.com or by reaching out to any of our social media at thisisfalsepod.
1: Somebody tell um, me if because i'm not i gotta tell you i'm not gonna stop loving Pee Wee herman but can you please tell me if like there's some crazy thing that i don't know about that is like no he's a piece of shit
0: i remember there being like him being like he couldn't he he lost his show or or, like there was something about him like you know you can't be around children but then there was like a backlash to the backlash thing where people were like come on like yeah okay it's not great but like he didn't fucking
1: there's levels friends yeah
0: exactly I don't know, though. I, I really, I don't, I haven't followed the, yeah. the career of Phoebe Herman.
1: And maybe part of the reason that I <laughs> haven't looked it up is because I really don't want to have to hate him.
0: You <laughs> know, listeners reach out because I want to know. Yeah. So there's, there's um I don't know if it still exists. But I imagine it's maybe a COVID casualty, but uh, the, the, the three level or four level sex dungeon in Detroit yeah sex playhouse i don't know what they they had a name but i forget what it was i
1: feel like i asked the american about that before i came to visit because i was like kind of wanting to but then it was covidy and i was like i really don't want to go to a like a fuck palace when it's covid yeah
0: it was like so i went with a woman that i briefly dated like i don't know it would have been during my slutty phase so like six five six years ago mm-hmm. um and it was it was cool Mm-hmm. parts of it were cool parts of it were weird and parts of it were really not okay um like the like because the woman i was with was like a small young attractive woman
1: it's so crazy for you to actually be dating someone like that it's never the <clears throat> type of people that you Ryan? date yeah it's true Small, attractive woman
0: i mean whatever you know you're
1: <laughs> branching out you're broadening your horizons am i am i yeah for sure
0: you're saying ursa's not an attractive woman because goddamn.
1: I don't actually know what I'm saying. I'm just trying to make a thing.
0: So I will fight you right here, my friend. I will fucking win. Uh yeah. <laughs> but in but but you will lose the moral battle.
1: I already got on. <laughs> that ship has sailed, my friend. Anyway, but the point is there yeah. was
0: there so we were there and you walk in the first level and it, it's in and then you're like you choose where you go and there's different rooms for different things and like you know some rooms are like strictly no nudity rooms mm-hmm. it's like all that kind of shit yeah. like, there's just taught this is the bar that you just sit at like there's all kinds of shit in there yeah um but we were walking through this one part and like it wasn't it was just kind of in a main area and these like dudes were just walking around with their dicks out I masturbating to to this person and i and like
1: fucking consent motherfucker
0: right so i know that in other sex clubs uh a security guard would come along and punch those motherfuckers in the dick if they were doing that. You're damn right. Oh god, I'd like, love to work security
1: at one of those <laughs> Yeah.
0: But so I don't know what it was with was with that area, but I remember making uh the person I was dating at the time pretty uncomfortable and it was just yeah, a weird well, fucking thing. Like it's like what are you guys doing? Like I was literally like, can you just fuck off? Like, Oh man, I would lose where, my <laughs> absolute
1: shit. Like, Did I ever tell you about the time I freaked out, publicly freaked out on this guy for pulling his dick out at the mall? No. Oh, man. I was living in Kitchener, and I was waiting for my bus, so I would always sit in the, like, at the by, where the buses come in the Fairview Mall, I would sit in the lobby, because it was just like, I could sit there and put my headphones on. I'd never actually have anything playing, because I didn't have a very good MP3 player and it had, like, six songs on it, because it was, like, a 156-kilobyte MP3. <laughs> and um, so I wasn't listening to anything. I just had them on so that people wouldn't talk to me.
0: early 2000s are a wild time
1: yeah i know man so like (laughs) i'd um sit there and wait for my bus and just people watch was like my thing that i like to do and there was this guy standing there just kind of like being shifty and i'm like normally the shifty folks are my folks but i looked down as i always do and he was his dick was out and i was like what and so i looked again i like kind of did a double take and i was like some motherfucker's dick out and so i took off my headphones and i was like hey man is your dick out (laughs) and he was like what what and then he was like oh my god and i didn't even (laughs) didn't know yeah and then he walks away and i followed him out the door and i was like you should put your penis back in your pants. You, sir, sir. <laughs> and he was like, he, so he left. And then I'm fucking go back to sitting down. And um, there was this girl that had been standing there and he w- had been staring at her and like touching his dick. And I walked over to her and I was like, hey, are you okay? And she was like, what the fuck? What the fuck? Then the guy comes back around into the lobby and I, like, immediately stood up and just put my full palm on his face and, like, walked forward <laughs> out of the lobby. And the girl, like, I was about to say something because I was just putting my palm on his face and being like, no, you're, you're done here now. Yeah. You, you don't get to be here anymore. And this girl starts fucking losing her mind on him. And it was the easily, like, little, like, mommy feminist moment for me. I was like, <laughs> you, you keep going. Don't get it all out. No, you
0: take this one. Get
1: it all out, sweetheart. You get him. Get him. (laughs) Yeah, it was amazing. It was a really funny, like horrible, but horrible, really horrible experience. Funny for me because I'm like, like I collect trauma like a sponge. So that's something I should unpack at some point, but it's fine. Whatever.
0: I'm pretty sure 80% of the Atlantic is being dumped on Halifax right now. What the? Oh my
1: God. Did you just see that like
0: white sheet go down the street?
1: That's insane. It was
0: supposed to be done raining an hour ago, according to my weather app. It just keeps fucking going. I know. It's really oh.
1: nuts, man. It's really nuts. I love
0: that I have a job where I have to be out in it all the time.
1: <laughs> you get paid it's to so drive good. in inclement weather. I don't weather.
0: get paid enough money.
1: No, you get paid shit. I get paid shit.
0: nothing. These are the times oh. that
1: I'm like, even... like. This is
0: the thing. If if <laughs> one of us was making decent money, yeah, we would both be so happy. Oh my god! One of us is just one of us money. has
1: to, and I'm like, the job that I'm applying for is with the same company that I'm with, and I, I hate my job so much because I'm fundraising for nonprofits, and it's the working conditions are not good. Like I work from home, and it sounds really nice, and I know that I'm complaining, no, but I don't give a though. shit. It's ethically horrible. Um, it's completely counter to all of my core values, and it the pay is fucking horrible and actually in the interview for this other position which i'm trying to get even though it pays me a dollar an hour less i i can't mentally do my job for eight hours a day so i can only work six hour shifts before i start to go crazy
0: yeah even then yeah at about the four hour mark i I I can hear you going insane yeah (laughs) like like in between each call you're just like oh fuck Like every, i <laughs> just like I just I feel so so bad for you. And
1: the, the fucking messages that I start to leave people. Start oh, they to get, get increasingly
0: really... snotty. It's oh, yeah. so funny. If they ever checked in on one of those, oh, I'd be fucked. Oh yeah, I'd be fucked. We should probably maybe take this part out of the podcast. No, yeah, fuck we're on. leaving it in. Okay,
1: <laughs> that's not happening. Yeah, no, I would like <sighs> I I will gladly take a pay cut just so that I can not do that job anymore.
0: Yeah. Like, you, holy fuck. Yeah. No, you can't.
1: Oh my god, it's so crazy. Anyway, let's not talk about that. No, no, I don't want to talk about work.
0: Um, because like, yeah, I, I just, man, the swings, the, the potential swings. Yeah. Like, if, if, if I had landed that job, that dream job, like, my life would be completely changed. Yeah. Right now, um, yeah. the fact that I didn't means that it's so much worse than it was if I had just stayed in Windsor, at least from a financial standpoint.
1: Yeah, financially. I can't, I can't,
0: even otherwise right now, like...
1: We're both paying more rent than we were paying before. Oh,
0: yeah. Like, our living expenses are much higher than they much were. Much higher. And, like... um. Anyway, I don't really want to talk about this.
1: So, this is the thing. Ur- Ursa, is-
0: Ursa's great. Yeah. I-, I love the shit out of Ursa, but, man, the rest of the city is beating me down right now. I'm we've just getting been hard.
1: Talking, we've been in a bad <clears> place <throat> for the last couple days. Uh, well, I've... That. Yeah, yeah. Well, longer than that. But, yeah. I mean, things have been kind of shitty, and also...
0: I fluctuate.
1: Yeah, you've you've.
0: I I go I go roller coastery. It's, yeah, you do. Yeah.
1: Oh my goodness! And I'm I've.
0: Can I tell you? I've been a little bit. of I've been a little bit of a little a little bitch lately. Yeah, little, you have been little, a little, little bitch. Little bitch. Tell
1: totally. me. Yeah, talk. Let's talk about it, buddy.
0: Oh, uh, I'm just like, so I'm not used to, to like my particular flavor of um of mental illness mm-hmm. is more depression oriented. Oh yeah. Um, where I get I get depression like.
1: You get Whoa. depression two man. It's you get bad. Real, real good. It's get...
0: real bad. Like when yeah. I'm when I'm when I'm in a de- in in like really. I'm kind of always low level depression, but yeah, when I'm are. like really depressed, like like I'm white knuckling. It's bad. It's like mm-hmm. it's real bad. But I know how to handle that. Yeah. I have coping mechanisms that I've built up over the years that like even though it's bad, it doesn't scare me yeah. it that much because I'm like I know how to I know how to I know how to deal with this until I can get out of it.
1: Yeah.
0: Um. Anxiety's new like i i've always had anxiety everybody does to some degree or another mine was always acute like yeah. if something happened that would cause anxiety then i yeah. would be anxious but since covid hit i've developed an anxiety disorder and i do not know how to deal with it like and it's bad and and it's kind of overshadowed the depression part of things and i can tell you it's way worse at it, least for well, me
1: you're for you it's you're not used to dealing with it like it's you're so used bad. to dealing so with bad. just depression and like the anxiety has been a fleeting thing for you in yeah. the past, but now it's constant. And it
0: is cranked up to 11 right now. And so anything like just a just baseline is cranked up to 11. Like yeah. I, I I pop awake at 7 a.m. like, oh no, like it's like, oh, this is terrible. And nothing's happened. No, Nothing's different, but I'm just, it's just, that's, that's my life right now. Yeah. But it doesn't matter if I went to bed at 4.30 in the morning at seven o'clock. I'm awake and and in a panicked mode.
1: Yeah, that's shitty.
0: Uh, it's awful. Morning anxieties are terrible. Yeah. Um, but so so when anything else goes even remotely kind of wrong, I'm like, fuck! Like that's where I'm at right now, and I I recognize, uh, how not good that is, and and like, how it can just be really fucking bad on the people around me. If you like, yeah.
1: But here's the thing: like, I feel like <laughs>
0: although I did get us five hundred dollars off rent
1: fuck yeah you did yeah. for your minor little freakout. yeah because it
0: freaked out it
1: was kind of <laughs>
0: awesome yeah it kind of worked out um, we had to we don't need to do talk about that no no that it was just a uh, we were majorly inconvenienced yes. at the last minute by our landlord and forced and, to go to a hotel and, and travis and, uh, voiced that and i was like this is fucking bullshit ty ty mm-hmm. this is fucking bullshit <laughs> i was gonna bake a pie tomorrow morning you son of a bitch <laughs>
1: Really upset about the pie.
0: I'm still upset about the pie. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, you know what? Like, okay, listen.
0: We got $500 off rent, though. He was like, oh my god, I'm sorry. You can take $500 off rent. sent us
1: to rent. a lovely hotel. Oh it, was,
0: oh, it was fucking... It was amazing. We the had Atlantica a, in down, downtown Halifax. Are you ever coming to visit us, go stay at the Atlantica. We had Holy a fuck.
1: big TV. No, no one coming to visit us can afford to the Atlantica. <laughs> what the fuck are you talking about? But listen, okay, bringing this back to the, <laughs> the mental illness thing. Yeah. Because I am always, like, we're kind of, Travis, you and I are so similar in yeah. so many ways. Mm-hmm. This is the one way in which we are fairly different. Mm-hmm. Because my usual is anxiety's turned to 11. Like, it's just my baseline, right? Mm-hmm. And when I get depression is when I can't handle it. And you usually are pretty good at being like, it's time to get up now. Time to do the things. Yeah, yeah.
0: I I can handle depression.
1: Yeah. And I can handle anxiety Mm -hmm. like a motherfucking champ. Yeah.
0: I don't know how you do it. This is awful. It feels like my skin's on fire.
1: Yeah. You just get used to it after a
0: while. But I don't want to get used to it. No, you shouldn't. You shouldn't get used it shouldn't. Seems to like it. it's really bad for your health. Like
1: it is. It's taking years <laughs> off my life, but also depression is taking years off of your life. I so. don't
0: know that it is. I feel like I just sleep more. It's probably adding years to my life because I'm like rested and rejuvenated.
1: Well, then I'm dying first, and what are you <laughs> going to do for rent? So we got to figure this out. No,
0: I'm going <laughs> to die first for sure.
1: Uh, we don't. You this want, is okay. Want a bed? This is this is this is this is <laughs> a, a dark start to this, this yeah. podcast. Okay,
0: we should. Listen, talk I about- wa- I want. I want to just say. Yeah. We're fine. We have a roof over our head, we are warm, we have f- some food in our kitchen, and uh, <laughs> and we both have jobs Yeah. right now. It's great. We're fine right now.
1: This is just the problem because we live together, and when I spiral and you spiral, it's- Oh, we're bad for we're each other We're bad that way. for each other that yeah, way. Yeah, yeah. I'm not good at bringing you out of that stuff. You're actually no, pretty no. good at bringing me out of some
0: of the depression stuff. Because I know how to do it.
1: Yeah, but I know how to do the anxiety stuff, but I can't-
0: because i I have
1: the anxiety so bad i've been like
0: so i i do i'm because the thing is i I used to take notes after therapy because i'm a nerd so like i would go to therapy it's fucking thunderstorm right now outside. i I don't understand anyway um (laughs) i'm so mad at the city uh uh, what was i saying you used to take notes because you're a big nerd so i would go home after therapy and i would take notes about the things that the therapist told me like to do when things would come up you know homework yeah. Uh, and Sometimes therapists will like give you homework so that yeah. you remember them. But Other times you just, I just did it on my own. So I actually went through like an old therapy notebook that I had where there was some tips about anxiety and there was the whole like feeling your feelings thing instead of allowing your thoughts to create a narrative around the feelings. Mm-hmm. I, sometimes it works and other times it's like yeah, useless information.
1: The things that I can find very helpful for when I am coming on to a panic attack um, mm-hmm. because I get panic attacks fairly frequently, but not... I haven't had one since... I have had one since we moved here, and that was when I was quarantining, and it was really bad.
0: I had four since we moved here, and that's doubled the like lifetime yeah. total I've had. Well,
1: see, I usually get one, like, <laughs> once every two weeks, I have a really bad panic Jesus attack.
0: Jesus Christ, how the fuck?
1: Yeah, it's bad. But here's the thing. Like, I can... Sometimes bring myself out of it or at least lessen the severity of it by um, hyper-focusing on if I find all of the things that are green in a room or something right, like that. Yeah. We used to have this beautiful stone fireplace in my old house and um, I used to, uh, someone would, you know, if I if I was starting to get really seriously like, you know, uh, uh, yeah. sensory overload where... And sometimes, if I don't check that, it can lead me into a panic attack. Um, but uh, Dick used to kind of like um, be like, hey, wh- find all of the yeah, yeah, stones yeah. that you think might be like a rose quartz yeah. type thing or something. You know what I mean? If, if yeah, the,
0: the, the, what do you call it? Mindfulness, right? That's the, yeah. And, and the, I took some mindfulness, some mindfulness courses at yeah. the University of Windsor, like in their therapy uh, thing. Yeah. But like, you know, like, you know like putting both your feet on the ground and like straightening your shoulders and breathing and then counting and like looking outside and finding all the brown things yeah that's like
1: yeah like the box breathing and everything like that some of those are are helpful but to a to a limit you know
0: if the external stimuli is so great that yeah there's a certain point where like that has to be taken care of um but the point is, um, send us money. Uh, this is <laughs> false podcast at protonmail.com. <laughs> we accept not... interact e transfers. Uh, I'm serious. <laughs> Fuck oh, it. Okay, I'm okay. serious. <laughs> I'm send us money. We need it now, okay? like. <laughs> is we... this
1: why we're recording an episode? We <laughs> can't do this. We had things to talk we about. Don't...
0: Yeah, no, we do. It's going to be a long episode.
1: Um... <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to talk about we need money. Lee's though. Cock. Give, us, give us money. <laughs>
0: we're giving you free content, you fucking moochers. Oh,
1: my God, Travis. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> i love this this is okay when we were like when you were like you want to record an episode i was like yeah i do but i was like is this the day is this the day we record this an day. episode this But is it is. the day it's happening
0: absolutely because what happens when i get mad
1: you get hilarious yeah <laughs> <laughs>
0: this is false podcast at com.
1: it's true it's true email
0: fucking interact transfers please oh my god Right into my Royal Bank account. <laughs>
1: uh, Listen,
0: I'm we gonna, were. We I'm ha- gonna buy lube. Oh,
1: that's what you're gonna. This will fix my problems, and I need more <laughs> lube. I have all these. Pro- I've like. I've got all of these problems, <laughs> and 99 of think- them are that I don't have enough lube in my life. Get the fuck out w- of here.
0: I was just thinking the other day. I needed some lube, but I couldn't afford it. <laughs> look I'm just saying, if you're gonna send us money. I'm just letting, I'm just being transparent. That's one of the things on the list that I might purchase with that money. I don't know. I once sent Food someone. Food and stuff too. I get it. Yeah. Like, fuck.
1: I once sent someone that? money to buy a can opener because a, I a
0: can opener? Yes. Did because you put the emphasis on the.
1: The can opener. Opener? Yeah. Okay. Can opener. Can Listen. Opener. Don't. Stop. Can opener. Shut up. <laughs> now that word doesn't make sense to me. Fuck. I once sent money to someone to buy a can opener and (laughs) because they were having a horrible, horrible time and they were like, listen, I can't, like, I can't, I don't have any money. I don't have a fucking job. I'm facing eviction. I'm like eating fucking creamed corn out of a can and I have to open it with a knife. I can't even fucking open a can right. And then blah, 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 blah. And then it went on and I was like, I'm fucking so sorry and I don't know how to help you. And so, and I don't know if this came off as fucking facetious or not. But I was like, "Here's twelve dollars to buy a can opener."
0: Does it get a good can opener for twelve bucks? I sent them. An
1: op- I, thought it, I thought. I thought I'd get a Starfrit one, you know. <laughs> but anyway, that was the thing I did. But anyways, it's. A, I. Th- I think it might have been like a little bit like, when go, when go someone fuck is. Yeah, I think it might have a little bit like in hindsight is like when someone says to me, have you tried going outside for a walk? Yeah,
0: like when When it's pouring rain and someone hands you like an IGA garbage bag so they can put it on their head. And they're
1: (laughs) like, like, I did my good
0: deed for the day. I helped. I helped. person's life has changed.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I buy metal straws. (laughs) I saved the planet.
0: Fucking... (sighs) (laughs) It's province and it's goddamn plastic bag shit. Plastic bags are like fucking rare coins here
1: yeah you can't get them anywhere but we do have a shitload of reusable bags now
0: yeah well you can get convenience stores give out plastic bags still what really oh yeah that's true yeah anyway that's not a thing that's staying in here either okay um nobody gives a fuck (laughs) about the plastic bag situation in nova scotia
1: (laughs) (laughs) i was gonna talk about using plastic bags as condoms (laughs) and then i realized that that was on a trilbilly episode and i was was like fuck never mind the piggly wiggly bag?
0: <laughs> if you don't listen to the trillbilly workers' party What are you even you, doing? You are not conducting your life properly. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, go listen to that shit. Oh my god, I love it. <clears throat> I think I mentioned them on every episode of this podcast, so
1: Yeah, it's true. People don't know <clears throat> about it yet. It's yeah. if you're not talking about Sandy and Nora or trillbillies, what like then... I haven't
0: listened to Sandy and Nora forever. Too dark. Can't do it.
1: Yeah, it's true. You're not in a good space to listen to nope. that right now. Can't listen to that yeah.
0: shit. I've been very I've been the most apolitical that I've been in my life in probably the last two decades. Yeah, because you're turning into a bit of a nihilist. <laughs> a bit. <laughs> We're having generational rainstorms outside, Evelyn. It's over. Okay. It's over. Suck whatever joy you can suck out of this bullshit, and then fucking die. That's what. That's that's what you should be doing. Holy
1: Christ! That's what you, listen. you should. Just <laughs> Things are, dear listeners. <laughs> I would like to apologize for my co host's <laughs> behavior as of late. I would like you to know that I am still enjoying sucking on the left testicle of life.
0: It's the one I still have. Oh, really? Yeah.
1: Nice. Yeah, I lost
0: the lost old righty.
1: Oh, so you just Lonesome got lefty Lucy? Lonesome lefty. Lonesome lefty.
0: Oh yeah. buddy that's, that's so the name cute. of a folk singer in Windsor lonesome lefty his actual name is Mike Houston so my ball is named Mike Houston Did he <laughs> All
1: right let's not so red
0: <coughs> Hold on <clears throat> Okay just let's just take a second <laughs> We're 25 minutes into this shit Okay <laughs>
1: <laughs> ah,
0: <clears throat> so red
1: uh, yes what
0: were we gonna say about red
1: okay
0: <clears throat> so For red, list- listeners who, who missed our last episode
1: oh um, yeah red is a person that i've been seeing
0: right in um, halifax
1: yeah i called the american one day and i was like hey american can i have a girlfriend <laughs> and he was like no, he wasn't. He was very supportive and amazing. Yeah. Uh, Red is uh, a person that I've been seeing, and Red uh, currently has pneumonia, the Peninaminina And
0: then Penininere with Peninaminominums? Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. And
1: This is a yeah. brief look into the daily home
0: life <laughs> of Trevlin. Halifax and Gampsh. <laughs> anyway,
1: so um, Red just sent me, because uh, I was like, Red, I want you to come on the podcast so we can talk about being big dumb gay gays and uh yeah. they were like and that while you were talking a couple of minutes ago i just saw a text come through from them saying and get this i'm so vulgar though like
0: oh yeah because definitely won't fit in here <laughs> you know how much social capital I lost by starting this goddamn podcast? Do you know how much... My grandmother was yelling at me about it. I was just
1: gonna say, do you know how much your grandmother hates me because of she my does trash She doesn't now,
0: now, though. She, she knows you now. Yeah, so she fucking cool.
1: loves me. I'm adorable. She I just you, curse yeah. like a sailor. I got so a heart, do I, though. She knows this about
0: me. I curse, my, curse like a sailor around my grandmother. She, you sure do. You say
1: goddamn a lot around your grandmother, <laughs> and it's genuinely adorable. Journally adorable? Adorable. Yeah,
0: like, it's more... <clears throat> it's mostly that she doesn't, like... It's fine in private, but you do it in public, mm-hmm. and, and you're going to ruin your life, which it's like, Grandma, I've already ruined my fucking life, no, okay? Be... Say it fuck a few times, ain't going to change much.
1: Yeah, exactly. <clears throat>
0: um.
1: But yeah, anyway, so Red um, sent me a picture, because we were talking about various uh, implements in which to insert into each other, mm-hmm. right? So, yeah. um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, and I'm, I've yeah. been... Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> it's the... Nova Scotia. Sorry,
0: we're derailing you constantly.
1: Yeah, you piece of shit. Anyway, um, (laughs) it's because I'm a woman, isn't it?
0: Yeah, uh, just manning all over the place over here. Yeah, piece
1: of shit. Anyway, so um, I have not, here's my little deep, dark secret. I haven't (laughs) laid with a non-man in six years-ish, seven, something like that. A long time. It's a long time. And I've been, you know... You're in, gay as fuck. I'm really gay. Yeah. Um, but I've been in my head about this. I'm usually I'm a, usually like 70-30 for non-men. Mm-hmm. Like I'm 30% attracted to men and <laughs> 70 to non-men. Just
0: men are more available.
1: Men are more available this and, the and frankly they're easier. Yeah. It's easier to... You can fucking...
0: know, <clears throat> yeah, it's fine. It's fu- so you easy. You can just fuck a dude.
1: Yeah, but also like I have the American, and the American means everything, right, to me. But well, not everything. I mean, I also like f- eating food and like getting sleep and stuff. But um, but here's the thing: is like I have these anxieties. Mm-hmm. I haven't actually been able to do anything with red because I'm like in my fucking head about this. You know what I mean? Like
0: yeah, well, it one they are very supportive.
1: Yeah, they're incredibly supportive.
0: They they are really like just awesome with that shit and b yeah. if i can do it you can do it
1: no i know and i've i used to, here's what pisses me off is <laughs> see, because that was I'm a joke
0: like, that was a joke about how i'm i'm a useless fuck so oh, if i can do it i see you can also i'm saying it's not that actually that hard
1: well listen i <clears throat> i don't know i there's something going on in my brain because i have so much anxieties about performing <laughs> you know what i mean because like i i like maybe i'm building it up too much for myself but also like i'm just like i don't want to fuck it up
0: i don't think it's possible for you to fuck it up
1: i know and i used to be such a fucking stud like (laughs) seriously i was like
0: no i think i think uh Yeah, no, I think you're fine. I, I think you're, be, you're just I, overthinking it. I
1: shouldn't be holding this tongue back from the world is what I'm saying. Like I need to let this f- bird fly, you know? Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah but like, yeah. you know, it's a <laughs> it's a thing. I don't know. I'm like I'm re- I know I'm really good at having sex with dudes. I'm good. I'm great at that, but I really I'm I I miss being really great at having sex.
0: It's fucking.
1: <laughs> you can hear the rain.
0: And yeah. the very loud thunder. Yeah. yeah.
1: But anyway, I mi- I miss <clears throat> having sex with people with vaginas. It's, pre- and
0: it's pretty. It's pretty great. Yeah. I'm not gonna lie to you, it's a good time. But,
1: but the thing is, like, I'm so scared <clears throat> that I'm like, what? I've been. Uh, <laughs> if I feel like it's in like the forty year old virgin where it's like, or whatever movie that's in where it's yeah. like, is it true that if you don't use it, you do in fact lose it? <laughs> and i have like was sitting on the couch the other day thinking like, what if I forget how to do it? What if I get down there and it's like me trying to do a fucking Sudoku? And I'm just like, <laughs> I don't get it.
0: You know how to do Sudoku.
1: I don't like doing it. Yeah. and it takes me a long time and i get frustrated I got, what if that happens i got really
0: into those for a while i used to use them as warm-ups for when i had to do schoolwork.
1: i try to avoid anything <clears throat> that has to, like doing things with math is not fun for
0: me it's not really math so much as it is just visual anyway holy shit this is uh we're a half a half hour in this this is gonna be a two-hour episode and i don't even care who hates it <laughs> uh <laughs> just stop fucking listening if you don't want to listen. Um, um so but
1: anyway, that's that's the thing that I'm feeling and yeah. I mean
0: I don't have any particular advice for you except that like red is dope. Yeah. And uh seems like they're going to they're not going to like care. Yeah. Uh and also like you're not it So I I've mentioned that I kind of go flip between hypersexuality and asexuality. Mm-hmm. I had like a particularly bad asexual run uh, in my mid-20s yeah. that lasted or my early 20s it, that lasted like two full years holy fuck but <clears throat> but i think more than half of that was me psyching myself out yeah that i no longer knew how to do it yeah and was afraid that i was going to be bad at it it's because you spend and then, so much
1: time not doing it and then you're like do i know how
0: right but like you know how when you're when you're <laughs> when you're doing things with someone that you don't have chemistry with and it's just nothing fucking works oh, yeah, and everything's all that. like elbows and fucking shoulders Ooh, and you're so just awkward. like yeah it's bad but then you know how when you're with someone that like you have that chemistry with yeah. and it's like oh this is easy and no matter what i do it's gonna be good yeah as long as you do it with someone who you have some of that with and i, feel, I feel like i have
1: that with red because like we already mm-hmm. like i met them and then like five seconds later we were both like yeah <clears throat> you're my
0: person yeah
1: yeah <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah but like I i don't know, I just, I don't want to fuck it up, and I'm worried that I'm going to fuck it up.
0: Oh, you're going to fuck it up. I don't think I'm going to fuck it no, you're up. Not gonna, you're not going to, like, you're not going to fuck it up. There's no way you can fuck it up. Unless you, like, go in there with teeth first or something, like, you're... You, oh, my God. Right? You're fine. Fuck. You know what you're doing. Don't. Don't act like you don't know what you're doing.
1: Unless I get down there and there is <clears throat> teeth, like, vagina dentata. <clears throat> I don't want that. Oh, also... They sent me a text of their double-ended dildo. Yeah. Yeah, It's big and purple and veiny. You want to see it? Can I show you?
0: Am I allowed to? I don't know.
1: (laughs) Red, I'm showing Travis. Is this the
0: kind of thing that I'm allowed to see? It just seems like very private. Well, it's not in.
1: (laughs) Here, have a look. Jesus fucking Christ. I'm going to ask Red if it was okay. Um, It's just a random generic picture of... <clears throat> Double-ended dildo. I don't think it's anything. It's in a private. U
0: shape. Is that just because well, they're flexible. holding it like that? Yeah, oh, yes, it's just yes, being okay. held
1: like that. Well, yeah.
0: I mean, it's hard to tell. Yeah, I but is that
1: like that's something I've never used and I'm really excited to try
0: I to use. Also, that. haven't used one, so I have no idea.
1: You know what I really want to try to do <clears throat> is two different. Um, I want to because doggy style is really an awesome position for me. I fucking love it. Uh huh. So I want to like. Yeah, it's a good one. Both of us go Classic. like bang our butts together. <laughs> is that how that works i don't know
0: yeah that's I've what they did in that one. movie requiem for a dream yeah i
1: know it's which is like, like, as like as to ass which is oh, fucked up
0: that movie is so that movie
1: is really fucked up but that, i do want to try that that
0: I, movie gave me mental illness i'm pretty sure that
1: movie really fucked me up but i do remember watching that scene <sighs> and like being so desensitized that i was like oh fuck i would try that
0: it's kind of hot <laughs>
1: Jesus Christ. It's
0: really, really, really <laughs> bad. I mean it is kinda hot. Just the circumstances were bad. That's yeah, that's the like, yeah,
1: the circumstances surrounding was that was oh very, God. very bad. The circumstances
0: horrible. of that whole fucking movie are just terrible.
1: No, it's an incredibly bad movie. I don't even, <clears> even <throat> want to see it again. I'm
0: good. No, it's great. It's a great movie. It's a
1: fantastic movie. But it but would I'm make done. you feel bad. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's like watching the movie spun. I can't watch Another Day or in Paradise. Is it hard candy? It's hard candy. Oh uh, thirteen uh, There's
0: hard candy and candy, and they're both bad. Yeah.
1: yeah. 13 made me call my dad and apologize to him out of the blue. I was like, hey, dad, I just wanted to <laughs> let you know I was, I'm really sorry really for sorry. all the bullshit from when I was a teenager. And yeah, I just, I remember watching all of those movies and being like, nah, I feel, I'll get like itchy. And I'm like, oh, is, that, is there yeah. somebody coming to bring me Coke or something? Like, what's going on? <laughs> yeah, it's just, ooh. Anyway.
0: Okay, so <clears throat> we are going to talk about. One of many conversations I'm sure that we're going to have about how monogamy and traditional relationships um, reinforce capitalist ideology. Yeah, for sure. Um, I do want to talk about that. Yeah. But first, did you want to talk about another thing?
1: Well, yeah, just vaguely a little bit.
0: Vaguely? Can we vaguely talk about a thing?
1: Yeah, let's vaguely talk about it. Because you've
0: had a rough few days. I've had a rough couple days. For some reasons that don't actually have much to do with Halifax.
1: Yeah. Uh, I had some like... uh, like relationship dynamic changes happen, and I had
0: not. I was kind of like, not with the American or Red, but no, no, a, no, but another. No, partner.
1: we, yeah. we solid, yeah. we solid. <clears throat> and actually, the American is incredibly good for talking these things through with me yeah. and making me feel okay, like mm-hmm. things are gonna be okay. And that's a kind of almost a superpower that he has because I, it immediately, yeah. like,
0: yeah, we like the American,
1: yeah, like, immediately.
0: Like I was like, Soft go! I was like, me. go! Go call him. Yeah. I was like, go call him. He's gonna make you feel better.
1: And it immediately, like, I started crying on the phone, and he was like, no, "Yeah, da da da," and it's okay. Like, you know, it's fantastic. And then,
0: because like I was just out here, like as your ride or die, being like, "I'll fucking kill him." Yeah, I know. What the fuck? I know. And then you know, you're like, I'm like, you should probably go talk to. Yeah. To the American. And America. he
1: fixed everything <laughs> because he does. Yeah. It was amazing. Anyway, so I had some just like some. Stuff happened, and uh, a person that I had, you know, an, a relationship with um, had decided to be monogamous uh, with his new partner, um, and I found out about it just, like, kind of through a flippant text. Um, well after he'd made well the decision. Well after he had made the decision, and it was really heartbreaking because, A, I um, I'm not used to that. I've never had that kind of a treatment before. It's not oh, great. I'm very lucky that I haven't had that kind of a treatment before, but mm-hmm. it was really like holy fuck. So it made me feel like a little bit of an afterthought. Yep. If that makes sense. Um, now, full disclosure, he did follow up later and say, "Holy fuck, I really regret just sending a text," but the damage is well, already done. Because the done person, at that point.
0: the person who. This person is, is someone that we both know. and We and both
1: know, and he's very... And he's
0: a very sweet man. He's, he's a very good person. He's an extremely good person. Yes. He, and he doesn't mean to hurt anyone ever.
1: No, and that's the thing. And, like, I know that, <clears throat> and I I very much um, care about him. Um, but yeah. it just... It was... It set, I was already in a pretty shitty headspace. Like, I've got things going on with my mom right now where she's definitely heading toward a bipolar episode... Um, and yeah. I'm dealing a lot with that. I'm dealing with being 22 hours away from the American. I'm dealing with financial struggles with my job. I've got, I, I've got a lot on dealing, my plate right now.
0: Dealing with the rain.
1: Yeah, the rain is insane, and it falls mainly <laughs> in the plains. <laughs> 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 um, but that was I. I don't know. It was just I wasn't. Sorry. It. It really kind of flipped a switch for me
0: uh-huh.
1: like because i know when we were hanging out in the hotel room in your hotel room yesterday or the day before or whatever um and i got that text from him i was at first i was like oh yeah cool another layer on my shit sandwich um yeah, you were
0: really calm about it at first
1: yeah but i was also weirdly calm about it when i got told that my brother died <laughs> like you know yeah, what i mean it takes a while to it hit. takes a while for things to hit me but um but yeah no i i I, you know, we talked about it a little bit, and then I was like, I need to go. Yeah. And that's how I processed that, is that I just need to go and cry in my room for a little bit, and then figure figure things out. And I thought that I would be able to deal with it a little bit better than I did, but I went mildly catatonic yesterday.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you did, yeah. Yeah. Ursa and I came home from an engagement, and um, you were really you were, like completely de-realized on the fucking chair. Yeah, it was not good. It wasn't good at all. Yeah. I was like, you had not moved in the four or five hours that we were gone.
1: No, I literally hadn't.
0: moved. Yeah, um, <clears throat> it, was bad. it was bad. But you're oh, you're doing better today.
1: I'm doing really good today. Like I, I used but, this opportunity because the issue was a lack of proper communication, and that's what isn't that
0: always the motherfucker?
1: That is the motherfucker. But it yeah. allowed me to sit down with um the american and like we had a you know chat and i was like hey how do you feel about us checking in with each other yeah, yeah. you know like semi-regularly like once a month or something yeah. like that
0: you can schedule them it's a good thing to do with but yeah. all you mo- mo- mono trad people out there too like that's a good schedule thing. a monthly check-in because i fuck I what's bothering like, you how yeah. tell me the good things tell me the bad things what do you what do you want to change and if the answer is nothing that's cool
1: yeah so i'm like approaching this today and like this is a very for the record very quick bounce back for me from a, a trauma like this
0: it's not a linear progression i'm sure you're gonna have some oh no i'm feels. gonna have
1: some shitty shitty feels still <coughs> but i i have it, it has taken me in previous times a lot longer for me to even come out this far to be able to, like, use this in a constructive way. Yeah. Um, but I think it's because I'm fucking done, bud. <laughs> you know what I mean? You just don't like, have
0: the bandwidth to take on more I, yeah, shit. Yeah, I just yeah.
1: don't. But, like... You're I,
0: prioritizing the things that are going to make you feel like shit. And that yes. just doesn't crack the top 50, so...
1: Exactly. This is, yeah. like, a, a road bump. Like, I have got so many other huger problems right now, and it's, and like, And other good fun. things.
0: I mean, again... Yeah. like so you- you wanted to bring this up part, and this is the thing that that i the, the, uh, I've had this happen, so I had this happen to me earlier this year, actually, basically yeah. the same thing that happened to you yeah um i I had been like on and off dating this person for like eight years mm-hmm. um, and like still with this person very affectionate and very close, and like we still have yeah. some sort of romantic. Definitely have a romantic connection, yeah, I wouldn't call her a partner but um but you know it's a it's a long standing thing yeah um and she she uh w- was dating someone and and was away with him for like two months um and you know we <clears throat> as far as I knew, the two of us were more or less together, yeah, uh, and then she came back and I went in to to kiss her, and she pulled away and said, "Oh, I'm monogamous now
1: <laughs> good to know.
0: and i was like a pardon the fuck me (laughs) (laughs) excuse and and like yeah it's horrible it, it was like it was fucking bad and this person is someone who's experienced with poly yeah who like you know, I, I think there was just between her and I, there's just some miscommunication there that like, yeah. you know, it wasn't, it wasn't, there was no malintent or anything. It was just yeah miscommunication. But I think that, and I'm not saying that this person was doing this, but I think that one of the things that I've observed from talking to other poly people and from definitely experiencing this more than one occasion, I experienced it again just a few months ago, actually, yeah, you did. with the person I was dating, uh, that I think sometimes people who are more traditional or monogamous... Who who enter into a poly experimental phase, mm-hmm. um, they really treat poly people like they are totally expendable. Yes, and and like <clears throat> like oh, you guys are just like sluts that have four other partners, so I don't actually have to care about whether or not I break up with you. I can just. I can just leave whenever I want because you don't really matter. You're going to be fine. You have all this other stuff. You have stuff. all these
1: other people. But the, I think... And, 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 and monogamous
0: it. relationships are more important. So you're yes. not going to be upset that I'm choosing monogamy because it is ultimately more. Like, I feel like that... Whether or not that's the stated mindset, that is the... That's... that It's the reason I will never again... I will never again date anyone who has... Who is monogamous. Who who, who has only ever done monogamy and doesn't yeah. ever think about poly. like it, Like... Yeah. I will only date people who have, either they really know they want to be poly, yeah. even if they haven't done it, yeah. or they've been poly for a long time and don't plan to change that. That's yeah, those are the, only, the, kind the of only things I'm doing.
1: heartbreak that comes with not, you know, like with the situation like yours or the situation like mine, it's horrible. Oh, yeah. And I can't, I will not put myself in that situation again. This is why I'm so confident with the American and with Red. Like in full conversations previously, it's been like, monogamy and their response is ew
0: yeah <laughs> yeah and like
1: and i'm like okay cool
0: like er, like ursa's not terribly experienced in in poly but but yeah. is very dedicated to it yeah and that's the thing and It's like, like, like and like but yeah the person i was dating right before ursa that was bad i like it had the potential we, had, we dated for a year and a half yeah uh and <laughs> we both met so i met I started hanging out with Ursa the same day she started hanging out with this other guy. Yeah. And, uh, like, three days later, after a year and a half, three days later, she called me and said, hey, I'm monogamous with this guy now. Sorry, bye. But And, like, in, like, a 15-minute like phone conversation. Now, like, <clears throat> I didn't, at the time, I was, like, so enamored with Ursa. You were happy about it. That I was, like, I'm okay with this. This is fine. As time goes on, yeah, I think about that and go... If Ursa hadn't come into my life when she did... You would have been... I would have been oh absolutely fucking wrecked by that. Yeah. Because that was a year and a half dedicated, yeah. committed relationship yeah. that was ended with a flippant 15-minute phone call. Yeah. Which is like, well, you knew I wanted to be monogamous the whole time anyway, so now I've found the guy I want to be monogamous with, so bye. So this
1: phase is over for this me This phase... It's
0: this little experiment that I've been doing is over.
1: Yeah.
0: And, like, not that she was that callous about it, because she wasn't, but it was very, like but, it but feels that's that, that was kind of the way it yeah and th- and then like i haven't heard from her since really
1: in this situation <laughs> like i've seen
0: her once and yeah, talked I, to her like three times
1: i think in <laughs> it's this,
0: very weird in
1: this situation when you're having that talk like it's okay for your feelings to change <clears throat> it's okay for you to say i don't want to be poly anymore right. i want to yeah. be monogamous it's okay but here's the thing you have responsibilities to your, to your partners
0: you can't just fucking make a decision without them
1: yeah and see here's the other thing um I I've dealt with this before but it's been um kind of a a slightly different where it was it was my husband who was like I want to be monogamous and it's like well I I don't. Right. I I don't want to be monogamous. Mm-hmm. I don't like I don't want to do Af- that. After you uh, yeah.
0: After you decided you were going to be poly.
1: After we had decided we were going to be poly <clears throat> and then it was like I want to I want to be monogamous and I was like I just can't I don't want to do that. And like yeah. I was seeing the American and like things had like i knew right away everything was really special with the american and i didn't want to lose that yeah so it was like i i, I can't do that right and and the thing is is like poly isn't something that you should be going along with just because you're no. worried that that person will leave you if you're if not you poly yeah because that can also lead to a lot of heartbreak you like you know you you
0: someone's getting their heart broken yeah exactly. and it may not be either of you is the thing
1: exactly it may
0: not be the two people who made that original decision. It might be someone else who you've engaged in a relationship that suddenly can't be there anymore. Yeah. Because like we're not fucking expendable. Yeah. We're not appendages. Okay. We're not. We're not. This is why I hate the primary secondary hierarchy shit because it sets up that kind of thing.
1: Yeah. It, it does. It sets up. It's like it's for... like oh, it's
0: a matter of time before I'm just hacked off this this uh this little arrangement. Yeah. And like that kind of vulnerability mm-hmm. is is the unhealthy kind of. A vulnerability like it's 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 uh terrifying and it can it can burrow into you and give you all kinds of insecurities and it's not good
1: yeah and um, I mean like I I had I was concerned with um when the American and I were first w- were first dating and I was like meeting all of these people that he had had relationships with and some of them like ongoing and some of them previous and I was like I had that inferiority thing right. where yeah. I was like and I And because I'm me with no filter and don't know how to be a functioning human, I was like, I said the words, I was like, I feel inferior suddenly. And I was, and I was like, it's entirely looks based inferiority too. I was like, that girl is so hot, like
0: American what are you doing?
1: <laughs> like,
0: but the but, American thinks you're that.
1: Well, man. I know he thinks yeah. that I'm that hot, which yeah. is amazing. Uh, Turns but,
0: out beauty is subjective.
1: Yeah, it is. But it's <laughs> everybody has that. Like, just because yeah. you're poly doesn't mean that you don't have these like. Feelings like no. you're still a human being, but yeah. it's it's how you handle those feelings. You yeah. know what I mean? It's like
0: well, and like and so what happened to you and what has happened to me on multiple occasions? Yeah. Oh um,
1: god, I can't believe you've went through that more than once. Oh,
0: it's fucking terrible. Like I yeah. say, I'm never dating a, mono, a monogamous person again. Yeah, it's just if, not happening. Yeah, I'm if not the American ever told never me again. He was
1: being monogamous with another partner. I would.
0: Yeah. I wouldn't. I couldn't. Never again am I. <laughs> never again am I going to uh try to convince a monogamous person to be poly. No, not. I'm not. I'm not, not in that, that game. Anymore. That's a, that's a younger person's game. Yeah, <laughs> um not in it. Yeah. But like,
1: I'm too old for this.
0: Too old for that shit. Yeah. Um. Yeah. What? <laughs> uh what, what was I gonna say in relation to that?
1: Um. I don't oh, know. But,
0: right. Oh. So I was I was drawing the equivalency. So like, if you're in a monogamous relationship, right, and you uh, are out in the world, and you find someone else, and you really connect to that person, you think, damn, there's real romantic potential with this person yeah i want to pursue something with them yeah but fuck i'm in a monogamous relationship you have a choice to make you can either shut that down and go back to your monogamous relationship or you can go have a conversation with your monogamous partner probably break up with them and then go and pursue this other thing mm-hmm. if you decide to do that in some other order you are cheating right yeah uh and in Polly, i think the equivalent to that is kind of what happened to you where this person that you were dating uh like went and was started another relationship agreed to be monogamous and changed the dynamic of your relationship without telling you
1: I think there was confusion
0: about what our relationship was fair enough but I'm just saying in general yes okay so maybe yours isn't the perfect example of that but no. but what has happened to me is like like I wasn't included in that decision making process it, it the decision was made entirely independently of me yeah and then I was informed that the decision had been made. That is a really shitty feeling. And if you're oh, out there warm. and you're in a poly dynamic and you're considering going back to monogamy, go talk to your partners before you make the decision. Yeah. I'm not saying that you can't make the decision,
1: Yeah.
0: but like you would in a monogamous relationship where you, before you do the stupid thing, go and talk to your partner. Yeah. That's important in poly too. You can't just fucking go and do the stupid thing and then be like, oops, I'm monogamous. You don't care though, right? Because you're poly, you'll just go fuck you'll someone else. You'll bounce back,
1: you'll bounce back. Which is, it's just slutty with extra steps,
0: Yeah, no, it? It? <laughs> it's like, it's fucking poly, I can have feelings, goddammit. Well,
1: yeah, and this is the thing, it's like, <laughs> poly's awesome, it's great, I fucking love it, I. it is the way I am, I am poly, but it's also really hard. Like It's hard, you, it's,
0: it's a different kind of hard than monogamy, but exactly. it's very difficult. If, like,
1: you don't, ha- if you don't have the capacity to, you know, adequately maintain more than one relationship, or even if you're poly and you're only dating one person, you still have to be a superior communicator oh yeah you know what you i gotta, mean like you
0: gotta fucking but it's funny because you were saying that what happened to you spawned on a conversation between you and the american also it also yeah. it also spurned on a conversation between ursa and i that yeah lasted a couple hours of like hey let's check in on our shit yeah because like uh you know Got we haven't really things. done that yeah and it was great yeah and it was like really just easy the universe is extremely easy to talk to yeah. and we've always had that and like I'm telling you, if you're out there and you're like, oh, I gotta talk to my partner about this thing, but, like, I don't... Just fucking do it. Just do it. Like, I know it's hard, yeah. but, like, it's gonna be harder if you go... If you do the stupid thing first, it's gonna be way worse. Yeah. So, like, just... Just just go and talk I'm, to like, your fucking partners, people.
1: And I've I've been, <laughs> like, historically bad at communicating because yeah, I too. have a huge amount of difficulty verbalizing my thoughts and this is part of um some of my like neurodivergent issues is that i have a really really hard time verbalizing things so it makes communicating with me either mind-bogglingly frustrating or uh kind of fun to watch um (laughs) but so this has been a concern of mine so i've you know wanted and i've been thinking this for a while and this was kind of an opportunity for me to be like hey american like I, I'm very concerned that I am going to be the reason that we have issues because I am not going to, you know, either give you the opportunity to communicate with me or I'm just gonna brush feelings off to one side and say it's probably fine and just keep rolling with it because that's the yeah. thing that I tend to do.
0: saying a lot of people do. yeah, that's what I did for years too. yeah, because I, I,
1: I, I've got too many things on I've got a lot of stressors on my plate all the time. So I tend to be like, it's fucking whatever
0: yeah you, do you say know that a lot i do yeah. say
1: it's it is what it it's is whatever. It's whatever
0: um, yeah like i mean i i've made a conscious effort to be like almost obnoxiously communicative with ursa like i'm sure yeah. she's annoyed by it sometimes <laughs> we'll but like again because like no because like i've just even with the person i dated previous to ursa that was a problem we had. Like yeah. we were pretty good communicators overall, I would say, but yeah. we, but, but still things would fester for a month or two before we talk about it. And then yeah. it would be a big fucking thing. And that's been a problem I've had too. And in poly, it just unravels quickly. Like, yeah. You can you can ha- you can sustain a monogamous relationship for 50 years and not fucking talk, but you can't do that in poly. No, you can't. And and uh, I'm not saying it's healthy to do that in monogamous relationships, but it happens. A lot. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you fucking trads are weird, man. <laughs> I fucking understand you, but <laughs> I love you, but you're crazy. <laughs>
1: are you crazy? I love you, but you're crazy. Yeah, but um, that's the thing. It's like it has to you have to have that communication and I am like so like poster child for just being like it's probably fine i'm laid back it's fine until i'm not and yeah. i'm like and i want to ne- kill myself you never were
0: yeah i thing. never was no like sometimes <laughs> you need some time to process and think yeah like how do i really feel about this like that's that's the thing you need you need to like figure out how you feel about something before you can talk about it but that yeah. doesn't usually take that long you, yeah. you know you kind of know how you feel about it
1: yeah but i think <laughs> i think that
0: Oh, well, hi Josh. Yeah, you coming he's up? coming
1: up to hang out. Can, but I think that like from the get-go, invading
0: my personal space, bro. Oh,
1: he's got his mouth sounds going too. Oh,
0: good, right in the microphone. Good. good can good, you good. lay down, buddy? Can you lay down? He's Thank you. Very good boy. Yes. Excellent boy. Good boy. Yes. Should we cut he's... that? No, it's fine. I think okay. people like to hear the dog.
1: <laughs> anyway, um but I think that This is where I knew that things were different in my relationship with the American is because right from the get-go, he was encouraging of that. And we literally said to each other, listen, this is something that needs to be a priority. Like we have to talk Talk to each other about stuff because both of us had previous relationships. Both of our previous marriages failed because of a lack of communication and, you know, Mm. um choosing the wrong times to do things like waiting until it's way too late to say something or
0: saying just the worst possible timing
1: worst possible timing because or just thing, straight thing when things up being up, like,
0: that's what's gonna happen you're yeah. gonna say something at a time where it, it it can be really hurtful
1: yeah and i am prone to bottle things up and yeah. be like i'm fine just keep going i'm fine just keep going until i'm suddenly not fine and it's like ev has to go to the hospital
0: yeah, yeah. <laughs> you yeah. know
1: but like yeah, so it's that's something that I'm really trying to work on. And that's something that, you know, being with the American really makes it easy to do. And I'm finding that red, um, you know, has that same mindset where it's like, we have, you know, let's just talk about the things mm-hmm. like things shouldn't be off the table. And if if you're not ready to talk about something, that's fine. Just take mm-hmm. the time, but don't ever feel like you can't not talk
0: red. about something. Yeah.
1: Um, but yeah.
0: Yeah, so that's and that works for your friends and shit too. Absolutely, and I, I'm bad at that. I know there's some people who might be listening to this. Some friends of mine who, um you know, like maybe we need to talk about some shit. And I've been putting it off, and I'm sorry. Maybe someday we'll get there. I, oh I'm goodness. just, I'm just saying, just <laughs> putting it out there. Yeah, uh, but like, you know, it's it's important in all your relationships, and yeah. and as a relationship anarchist, which I don't even like that fucking term. I don't know if I like that term or not, but whatever. We've talked about this last time. We have feels. Yeah, we. I generally like the term anarchy for a lot of different reasons and I think people always misuse it. Yeah. Um, yeah. Relationship anarchy is Fuck not an you, excuse. Fuck you, sex pistols. Rel- <laughs> relationship anarchy is not an excuse to do whatever you want without consequences. That's not anarchy. Anarchy is based on care for care other people around values. you. Um, but that's why, like, you know, as the relationship anarchist, I don't put my <laughs> friends on a lower tier than my romantic relationships. Yeah. And so, like, it's important to do that With your friends too. Yeah. uh, And maintain those relationships and then, like, hey, this is bothering me and, and it's, you know, it's not a big deal, but can we maybe work on that? It's not, it shouldn't be a scary conversation.
1: Yeah. That's the thing. You know? It's like having check-ins shouldn't be a scary thing, and if it is, then that's a that's a bigger conversation that needs to happen. Because why is it something that's scary for you? And I've experienced that, like it's, it's
0: based on insecurities and the fear of losing someone. Well, and, but
1: also the fear. Yeah, exactly. Like that's all it I is. I used to fear check-ins. Yeah, constantly.
0: But if I'm taking the time to check in with you, that means I don't want to lose you. Exactly. That means I'm. It means I really don't want to fucking lose you. Well, it means, yeah, it means that's you, the thing. If, if I'm checking in with you. I, you matter a whole hell of a lot to me.
1: That's exactly why <laughs> I immediately took like the shitty day and was like, I need to talk to the American and it's yeah. like, I need to protect this relationship. Yeah. You know, I it's got to, yeah, but it's a thing anyway. So
0: we're already over an hour. Holy fuck. I mean, we're probably going to cut out some of the beginning shit, but so that's probably a good it's idea. It's close to an hour either way. But so, so I want to, I want to, can we go on a little uh, uh, trip?
1: Oh, okay.
0: I want to take a trip. And this trip is um, monogamy is fascist. Uh, <laughs> I love it. I no, love it's it. not actually. Um, <laughs> I want, but I want to draw. I want to draw a little. I've been, I've been doing some thinking, mm-hmm. a little bit of reading. Oh. And I, I don't remember what I read half the time. I'm just reading shit. I'm like, oh, that's look at you go. Uh, if I can find, if I, if I can find the sources, I'll put them in the show notes. Using that, Nuno. Um, Proud of you, buddy. Right. Yeah. yeah it's expensive. Can I use it for yeah. something. Um, but I, I want to draw the, draw the line and talk a bit about well like guess like we said how monogamy reinforces capitalism and, yeah. and as we know capitalism fascism quite good bedfellows oh yeah um the best so of yeah they love each other mm-hmm. so uh they're they're like they're they're like uh ron swanson and tammy one you know it's toxic but cannot <laughs> resist <is> totally uh, <laughs> and then which one do you think and then capitalism and liberal democracy uh is like is like ron swanson and tammy two. you know like it's <laughs> it's they're just different dynamics, but they're both toxic and terrible. And rounds um, the corner. <laughs> oh my fucking god! Um, okay, so, but but I want to talk. I want I want to get there. I'm not gonna. The fascism thing is an extra step. <laughs> so now I've got you on that. He has a fucking go bag in the bathroom when Tammy Wong oh gets there. God, it's so good. It's amazing. Anyway, sorry. Um. So, <laughs> when. So we let's talk a bit about how. How, like in order for capitalism to function, mm-hmm. this is the thesis I'm going to throw out there okay in order for capitalism to function, it needs our social relationships to behave in a certain way. Yeah, right Yes And the most important social relationship for capitalism, maybe besides I guess worker and owner yes,
1: but like the nuclear family
0: it, Yeah, personal relationship is yeah. is is the nuclear family yeah. is monogamous, heterosexual, uh relationships yeah between a man and a woman procreating with children um that 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 i mean yes that is that is a f- to an extent that is a function of how human beings continue their existence uh but it's also that specific relationship of a monogamous long-term relationship between a man and a woman re- reproducing children functions to uh entrench capitalism as a dominant form of production yeah Um,
1: i don't think that we need to worry about human uh human civilization ceasing to exist because queer relationships (laughs) flourish i think we'll be fine yeah
0: (laughs) but 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 i mean like so capitalism requires the outsourcing of social reproduction right or of social labor right it can't the reason that one of the big reasons that capitalism uh or that women are are uh, subjugated under capitalism is because they need to be performing social reproduction for free, right? Yeah. Sort of one of those sort of feminism one-on-one things, mm-hmm. right? Um, but like I said last time, monogamy has this has these scripts that you play out. That one of the reasons you don't have to communicate as much in monogamy is because the communicating has been done in society.
1: Yeah, it's already there's already a roadmap. There's a roadmap. It. You yeah. get on the
0: escalator. You yeah. get on the relationship escalator. Exactly. You, you already know what you're doing. Yeah. If you're traditional, you're, you're, you're dating for a little bit and then you're, you know, you the courtship phase, then there's like the, the dating phase. Then there's like the, let's move in together. Then there's the, let's get married. Then let's have kids. Then, you know, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Et cetera so you die. Yeah. Um, that is the fucking lubricant that keeps capitalism going. That's right. Um, and our whole society is set up for that.
1: It's set up to reinforce it and make it so that it's I- incredibly inconvenient to do anything else. Right. The and law is set up that way.
0: Um, like yeah. our, our living situation is set up that way. Like Utilities and everything. When you're a single person trying to survive in capitalism, it's fucking impossible. You can't afford to live.
1: Well, that's why I have a roommate.
0: That's why we're That's why we sister wives. That's
1: why we're sister wives. It's <laughs> yeah. because we have to have that family unit in order to survive yeah i can't
0: but, pay 1400 dollars a month plus utilities yeah, but for we're rent also on my poly own.
1: people <laughs> you know yeah like, but here's like even when you look at inheritance you know what i mean like that yeah. keeps wealth in families that keeps yeah. fa- wealthy families separated from non-wealthy families yeah it's like inheritance flows it keeps the money in the family and it keeps that you know family rich and it yeah. you know whereas if you know you were to die and distribute your wealth um that would you know yeah make it a lot less uh it, it doesn't reinforce the class division which is so important to yeah. keep up in order to keep capitalism thriving
0: yeah so like when the first sort of big crisis there was a lot there's been lots of crises of capitalism the first big crisis of capitalism mm-hmm. really big one that really threatened its very existence as a as a dominant system Um, came in the late part of the 19th century, early part of the 20th century, when you had all these worker uprisings and things that were challenging just deplorable, awful conditions for workers, which people talk about capitalism as a progression from feudalism. For like a hundred years, it wasn't. It was worse than feudalism in almost every conceivable way for working class people. Um, And the only reason that has changed is because of worker uprisings. Um, But one of the things that happened in the 1920s and 30s and into the 40s World War Two, uh, you had this splitting of things that went in three different directions. You either had fascism, mm-hmm. where you had, you know, Germany, Italy, Japan, whatever, kind of going in one in that direction, and you, because that sort of, like, unregulated capitalism, that liberal laissez-faire capitalism just can't, just can't fucking survive for that long. Right. By the way, we're back in that again. Neoliberalism is laissez-faire on steroids, so we're, we're heading back to this these, these three choices <laughs> we've got. Yeah. Um, and... I could argue there's really only two. But uh, but <laughs> but but the but the fascism is the one and then there's the communism on the other side. so the Soviet Union uh, go into go into communism as a way to sort of like if this isn't working, we need to do something else. Yeah. And I, this is very simplistic, so you know, I'm not gonna get into the whole thing.
1: No, don't don't, at, <laughs>
0: don't gonna, at yeah, don't at me. I get it. But then like the the quote unquote third way, which is the uh, which is Keynesianism, which is how the United States and Canada and most of Western Europe adapted to capitalism in order to keep it going Hmm. It was like we don't want fascism we don't want communism we also can't keep going with capitalism as it is so we got to figure out something else Hmm. and so you you have what is sometimes called keynesianism or the embedded liberal phase of capitalism which lasted from the end of world war ii to the early 70s right it's like this sort of weird often called the golden age of capitalism Yeah. yeah there's different names for it where you had government regulation to sort of soften the edges of some parts of capitalism in order to make workers lives a little bit better just to keep capitalism going yeah now that sounds great right <laughs> unions were easier to form workers started making real money there was a formulation of the middle class in western europe and north america
1: but that's all just to sustain
0: capitalism right so. <laughs> but here's the thing it sounds too good to be true everybody's winning right which yeah. was never really true no because
1: queer people aren't winning
0: Well, well, so so the thing that was happening was that that was only for, really, for white people.
1: Yeah, exactly. (laughs) For white traditional
0: monogamous people.
1: Exactly. Those that that was not a golden age for a lot of people.
0: No, there's (laughs) a reason the civil rights movement came out of that time. Exactly. (laughs) It was not a happy time for everyone, right?
1: It was nice for the Waltons, but it it wasn't nice for anyone else.
0: Like white white workers made a deal with the devil. Yeah. In 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 a lot of in, in. western europe and north america and yeah. other places too but we made a deal with the devil yeah. uh, our parents did it our, our grandparents did it that was actually our grandparents generation yeah they made that deal with the devil they had a strong union movement that could have fought for something mm-hmm. and they did they really did but what they but but they sort of had that's where the, the, the rand formula in canada came into play was like sort of a, a compromise with capital like hey let's just if maybe if we just we can both just kind of be okay <laughs> okay if you just if you we don't want the fucking communism, we don't want the fact just if we just give each other a little bit, we'll be all right, but that was made that was that relationship was subjugated subjugated people of color, it subjugated women and it yeah. subjugated queer people like then that was required for that to happen yeah so like the the best example of that is like if you look at the the rate at which women were in the workforce previous to this phase of capitalism, it was actually very high. And then oh. all of a sudden, after World War II, it dropped off.
1: Well, there were a lot of women in the workforce during, like, the,
0: the war and all this stuff. Yeah, and previous uh, to the, that. Men were all
1: fighting and yeah. all this shit, yeah.
0: And then when they came back from the war, suddenly white women, at least, in the middle class, were, were forced into... To be a homemaker. You're a homemaker. Yeah. You have to do the social reproduction for free so the man can go out and do the mechanical reproduction. Of the, yeah. or the.
1: and all of... There's all of that unpaid labor that we're still expecting. Like, all of this stuff is still working in the same way that it was before. I, I'm not good at verbal this
0: shit but it's fine yeah. um it's okay i know i'm like i'm lecturing a little bit no no no. i
1: like it when you do yeah. this it's just i can never i i'm not eloquent like that i've just i just yeah. have the thinkies yeah. but um <laughs> but, but we still have this working on the idea of like well this you know a lot of things are modeled around the idea that there is still a woman at your house taking care of the kids Taking care of the laundry, doing all of the housework, doing all of the cooking, all of the maintenance and things that need to happen.
0: All of that unpaid labor is still expected to be done. Which, if it doesn't happen, society falls apart. Yeah, absolutely. Social reproduction is arguably the most important thing human beings do. exactly. (laughs) Not even arguably. It is the most important thing human beings do.
1: But in terms of productivity at your workplace, it's still like... so you don't actually have eight hours for work eight hours for rest and eight hours for for leisure you know you you have you have like 12 hours for work yeah you know you have not very much time for let you have like eight hours for work eight hours for housework and then yeah eight you know two hours for leisure and six hours for rest (laughs)
0: well because now what's happened is back then the the deal with the devil was that that the man of the household, the working person of the household, would make enough money yeah. at their job that they were the only ones that had to work. Yeah, they would work an eight-hour day, five days a week, two weeks to five weeks vacation, and that would be enough to sustain a whole family. Yeah, get them a house in the suburbs, get them everything they need, get a nice little pension, little nest egg for retirement, and the woman wouldn't have to work. No,
1: she wouldn't have to work because
0: she could not do she wouldn't have to do that
1: unpaid labor, right? Because she had home. to do the other shit exactly.
0: Um, but now we have a situation where all that social reproduction is still there, but now it's just been dispersed among whoever can do it because now both people have to work again. Now now we need we you know in that even in monogamous relationships both people typically have to work. The
1: pricing of housing has gone up, the pricing yeah. of everything has gone up well, and wages and have, stayed, wages have stayed the same. Yeah. Exactly. The wages and and also um you know people living on uh subsidies and things like that. Yeah. That's all stayed the same. And and the thing is like we you can even with like your typical nuclear family you you still can't you can't have one person working unless you happen to be privileged enough to be in that position where you
0: you know you have you're making a, high level, a lot of money or where something. you're making yeah. a lot of money but yeah. you know and a lot of times those only really happen in like high paid union jobs or professional middle class jobs right but there's
1: still that expectation that and I hate using the term a woman's work, but I'm going to use it for the sake of ease. But there's still that expectation that a woman's work is not work, right? Well,
0: You're social at- re- social reproduction, however you want yeah. to gender it, it still is largely gendered for women. Yeah. Um. Again, this is the to the to the entire exclusion of. Of uh of of other of queer folks mm-hmm. just entirely excluded from that oh, equation yeah, absolutely. right it's not even that they're in it's not even that they're subjugated in that relationship they just don't exist in that relationship oh exactly and this that's is, in the perfect why,
1: world we don't have yeah any, you know and this is why queer poly, people or people of color right and this is why poly <laughs> yes.
0: exists right one yes. of the reasons that that the alternative ways of doing relationships exist is because queer folks were like well we don't fit into this yeah we can't do it we don't have a choice we have to do something else yeah um and then you know people like me come along and go i like that and then but you know i'm just being prestigious but <laughs> but that it but it is a thing that like you know queer folks were the ones that had to adapt to because
1: you have to otherwise yeah. you don't survive and How this are is you why to-
0: <laughs> this is why like things like uh lgbtq rights and anti-capitalism go hand in hand because right. they you can't separate you can't separate that identity from the system we live in, because right. the identity is the very thing created by the system we live in. They're not. They're not. In, they're inseparable. Yeah. Um, but anyway, I'm getting far afield. But, but like, the point is that that monogamy functions in this way to keep capitalism going. Without it, yeah, capitalism cannot continue. Which is at least of... not as easily. It would have to adapt it to something else.
1: Exactly. But this is one of the reasons why I cannot. I like. I really don't want to ever be monogamous because in I want to live my my you know i, I want to live my lifestyle in the way that like is ethical to me and in a productive way and be as you know productive um in terms of dismantling capitalism as i can and i uh-huh. i i cannot every second that i'm in a monogamous relationship i'm thinking about how i am uh you know wasting my opportunity yeah to dismantle capitalism
0: this is what we said when we we introduced this new format of the podcast or new topic for lack of a better yeah season two the fornicariot. um
1: we should have gone with the fornicariot.
0: yeah but then we would have to rebrand and get people Ah, to listen to it yeah that's a lot of work um i'll make a new logo it'll be fine Eh, that's fine Uh, but like but this is this is why uh because because i've spent i think both of us have spent our our, a large portion of our activist life just kind of doing this like uh, leftism is a is a thing that takes place outside the home thing. Yeah. Uh, or not. not even, I'm it's trying a, to get used, used to not using leftism and saying anti-capitalism instead. But, but uh, like, but really, that I'm not saying it has to. Like, if you want to be traditional monogamous because that works for you, then that's great. Go. Um, but again, you better I'm be not, picking up the I'm,
1: slack somewhere else.
0: I'm not here to yuck your yum. But like, no, don't
1: <laughs> you. You can't say that
0: anymore. But it, But okay. at the same time, for me personally, like you, I couldn't one of the reason, one of the many reasons poly works better for me is because it is a form of resistance exactly. at least it, it can be a form of resistance exactly um and i think it's an important form of resistance actually because like poly poly folks having kids within it within a healthy polycule means you have several people to raise a child that's right instead of two people who are expected to do everything for that kid and be everything for and that kid and both work full time and both work full time which is going to which creates all kinds of social problems yeah uh, and and is and, and that relationship that monogamous Two parent over a child thing is so new in human history, it's almost absurd.
1: Well, that's what I was going to say. Is like <laughs> even even the, the idea of having only two people raising a child or multiple children, you you then are also giving that child an upbringing of two probably somewhat similar sets of values you you're essentially raising them with one set of values. Yes. Yeah. So the the set of values that you and your spouse have agreed on. Right. When you have children raised in a polycule or an intentional community or anything in that type of vein, yeah. You are literally taking a village to raise a group of children
0: and, and you're I'm giving a big fuck you to the way that we're told to do it. A huge fuck you
1: to this patriarchal fucking bullshit. Yeah. But you're also, you know, giving a a many different Inputs many different sets of values many different experiences for those mm-hmm. children to grow up with and, and, and that's why it's of, so and important more human contact Tons more human contact. Yeah. They learn the importance of community in polycules. Mm-hmm. They learn the importance of communication. And I'm not saying that that doesn't happen in monogamous relationships, but it's definitely going to happen in yeah. intentional communities and, and, it doesn't and in polycules then. and things like that. We were
0: both it, raised it by monogamous. It can though. We were both raised by monogamous. Yes, just. Uh, but I'm not going to say
1: that it it can't happen.
0: <laughs> like, your parents ever apologize to you? No. Yeah, no, never happened.
1: Well, my mom, but she.
0: <laughs>
1: That's out to launch. But, uh, but,
0: but-, you, but you, so you've, you've said, seg- you've segued nicely into the fasci. Yeah. Because, so this is, this is like, this is taking the next step to it, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, because you, you're, you're talking about the values that are, that are created within a nuclear family, mm-hmm. right? Those values, the the sort of because because what is what is the thing that's said all the time, right? Family is the most important thing. Oh man! As a queer person,
1: anytime I hear anyone say family values, it makes me get goosebumps.
0: Do you know who else says family values a lot? Yeah, fascists. Yeah, I know. They love that shit because
1: they're fucking.
0: Why do they love that shit? Because they hate the gays. (laughs) Well, that's part of it, but really, (laughs) like whenever whenever fascism starts to become a potential option in in society and we're at that again by the way yeah um uh arguably less so here in canada but but I'd... they
1: need to reinforce the nuclear family in order to maintain right the like status quo that it has been
0: established because what because yeah. what is what is it what is the the crux of fascism is there's an outside threat coming for you and your family that's right and we are going to protect your family yeah. we're going to make sure your family is taken care of people like us come first you care about your family so do we we come first over those other people who want to destroy your family and like i'm not saying that monogamy equals fascism but monogamy is weaponized in the service of fascism i would all the time
1: but and i think that that is also why i am maybe a little bit more sensitive um in there's when there's situations like where when someone is in a poly relationship and they've decided that they're going to go back to a monogamous relationship maybe that is what is kind of the driving force behind me getting my back up so bad about that type of stuff because Mm -hmm. i'm like that's to me it's not it's it's like a fuck you you know what i mean where Mm -hmm. i i just feel like it's it devalues my lifestyle it devalues my my ethics um, mm-hmm. and it de- devalues the anti-capitalist work that I'm doing. Yeah, you know what I mean.
0: Yeah, and it and makes it, me
1: feel like it's like, man, it's not just that we lost another one because,
0: I, the, you know, the trads have come again. Yeah, taken uh, another good one.
1: <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> but it's at at my core, I'm like, fuck, like,
0: yeah, oh. and and you know. If you're listening to this podcast and you're in a monogamous relationship, which I I imagine the most of you are, or at least you are, most of you are probably monogamous. Like you know, you know, you're. I'm not saying you are you. I'm not saying you're a fascist. What I'm saying (laughs) is exactly what he's saying. saying. Uh, but, But what I am saying is that your relationship is so easy it's weaponized by capitalism all the time too but yeah. capitalism just sort of says be in a monogamous traditional relationship or your life is going to be really hard you have the total choice to do whatever you want but your yeah. life will be harder under fascism that relationship gets weaponized to like because what because fascism is all about appealing to tradition yes. right and for them, tradition and is... Re-
1: and, and reinforcing the idea of the other as being dangerous. Yes. And that's New what's crazy
0: things like communism and socialism coming yeah. along. That's the big danger or, you know, foreigners or gays or women or whatever, right? Yeah. You need to... Like, I mean, look at... The Handmaid's Tale is a thing... I would actually love to talk about The Handmaid's we Tale. We should talk about The Handmaid's on this, Tale. On this podcast because... I have I think so many it, problems with it. Oh, so do I. And I but I like but, it. But I also think that what... What Atwood does in the book and what the show does really well yeah. is demonstrates how fascism weaponized tradition, traditionalism, and traditional relationships.
1: That's what I love so much about that.
0: Yeah, and like, and it, I, I'm just, I'm just saying, if you're monogamous, it's easier for you to succumb to fascism in the future than it is for poly people, because it, you it, won't, you won't, because be it, suffering your relationship. yeah, too. you won't be suffering as much, but also your, wep- your relationships, the people you care about the most, will be weaponized. In the fa- in favor of that, mm-hmm. that's because that's how fascism takes hold. It's not like it's not like people who who like lived in Nazi Germany were all terrible, awful people who hated Jews. That's not how the fucking happened. That's right. It was because Hitler went up there and was and was weaponizing people's loved ones against Jewish people and against foreign outsiders who were coming for what was rightfully German, mm-hmm. right? Like that that message is powerful to even the smartest most like cerebral people in the world it is a powerful thing to weaponize your love your loved ones in service of something like that Mm -hmm. it is why fascism never really goes away why it's always lurking right there especially when you have the kind of like economic chaos that capitalism brings on like we're seeing right now absolutely right like we've been seeing it for years now, but now we're starting to get, like, fucking supply chain issues and inflation. How do you think fascism comes about? Like, that's, this, is, this is how it happens, right? So, I think that having these conversations about the connection between monogamy and capitalism and monogamy and fascism is important. Yeah, because it's absolutely they're, important. Because they're going to be conversations we're having on a different level in the next... Ten, twenty, well, thirty. And that's years. what I'm.
1: I'm about to say. Like, I think it's important that we have these conversations now before we do something really stupid. You know what yeah, I mean? Like, conversations like,
0: now before we do something stupid. Yeah, yeah. exactly. And yeah. it's like this. Don't is do the stupid thing first. I, don't do the stupid thing first. Don't 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 get brown suits and start marching uh, <laughs> before you have a conversation about your monogamous relationship. <laughs>
1: exactly. <laughs> I think it's important that we have these conversations because it's like I'm not trying to recruit people to poly
0: well, maybe no. I am. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I don't know. But I'm just I, trying to I get don't... people to think about their relationships and important. how they serve yeah. society. It's
1: important to think about the ways that you benefit from the type of relationship that you have and how that might be used to hurt other people.
0: Yeah. How it is used to hurt other people. Well, I'm
1: just saying, and regardless of what your relationship is, you know yeah. what I mean? Re- regardless of what your relationship style is, think about the implications that your style of relationship may have on your community. Yeah. That's all I'm saying.
0: Yeah. Yeah. No, like a hundred percent, and it, yeah, it's it's like, and like I said, you you can't. Liberals love to try to separate identity politics from capitalism. They're they're very good at it. Mm-hmm. Um, it it is their entire brand, uh, but like, again, the problem with that always is that you can't do that, and, and like when it comes to these sorts of things like this is why queer people find themselves on the outs with capitalism why queer people are more likely to be poor why poor Mm -hmm. like queer people are more likely to suffer from mental health problems uh uh, why they're why they're more likely to uh, commit suicide because society is not set up for them and that starts with how our relationships fit into that wider system right so uh Anyway, that I'm
1: I think it's a good I, did thing. A little,
0: I got a little professory there. No, but, sorry, that's but that's good, that's
1: I, good. I like it when you do that and it gives me an opportunity to just kinda like sit and have a think, you know? And yeah. I and that I like to I spend a lot of time doing that and I think that it's important that people sit down with themselves or with their partners and kind of sit and think about, you
0: yeah. know. So if you if you're in a monogamous relationship, just go to your partner and ask them, how can we how can we resist capitalism? within this relationship exactly that, that sounds ridiculous no but, but I think but it's an important thing to do i, th- I think that like or, or like maybe maybe take some inventory of like how is how has our has our relationship serviced this system that we don't like that we'd like to see changed uh and if so is there something we can do to make that different somehow
1: yeah and i'm not saying you have
0: to go to be poly no. that's but That's crazy.
1: like, please don't do that if you don't want
0: to. No, we've as we've just been discussing. <laughs> please don't. Please make sure you actually want to do but, that but, before you engage with people.
1: But also, <laughs> I think that it's an important thing, and it's. I mean, I'm never gonna, you know, put my nose up at someone saying, "Well, if maybe, you know, maybe I can think about other ways in which I can make a differ, uh, like contribute to anti-capitalism. Uh, maybe there's a different, you know." Um, uh, I don't know, a different route I could be taking for something in my life. I wish I had an example for it, but I, I can't think of one right now. But like, it's always a good time to like, it's always a good idea to sit down and take stock of your resources, the things that you have, the things that you think, the values that you hold, and the ways in which from an outside perspective, maybe, you know, maybe you're not thinking about your home life in, you know, from the lens of... I don't know, like a food insecure person, or yeah, yeah. or a housing insecure person, or or a disabled person. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I.
0: I think one of the ways that monogamous people, like to to your point about like I don't know what they could do. I think one of the one of the things they could do is because you can be monogamous in a romantic sense, yeah. and still be a relationship anarchist. Well, then you, you can, can yeah. you can start to elevate if you're in a monogamous relationship and you think, wow, yeah, you know what? I definitely do elevate my partner above my friends. Yeah. You can change that. Yeah. And you can bring, like if you have a kid, maybe that's about going to your, to other people in your life, your friends and, and, and establishing a relationship between them and your kids.
1: Yeah, exactly. So,
0: and and like maybe, maybe you can do that whole raised by a village thing and still be monogamous. That, that doesn't necessarily have to change. Yeah. And maybe that's one of those ways that you can sort of say, I'm going to change the dynamic of how I treat the other relationships in my life in relation to my partner that might, Do something about this.
1: Or maybe you can look at, you know, taking more action in terms of mutual aid, like in terms of your community. You know what I mean? Bring your children to you know, come with you when you do mutual aid actions, when you mm-hmm. do any sort of, you know...
0: I, I, when you su- when you surround the premier's house and, uh, you know, burn it to the ground. Bring yeah. your kids.
1: My monogamous grandparents <laughs> made sure that I was in actively involved. <laughs> My monogamous grandparents made sure that I was actively involved in, in all of their direct action. Um, sometimes, in hindsight, not the safest <laughs> and, at some of those things, but it really kind of educated me and i mean if i'm gonna feel safe with anyone it's my grandpa right (laughs) yeah but like you know it's there are ways that you can continue your you know anti-capitalist lifestyle while maintaining a healthy monogamous relationship yeah um it's not for me but no yeah but but i I I do i
0: I do think that like, cause I one of my pet peeves has always been when you when you have that friend that you're really close with, and then they get into a monogamous relationship. You never see him again. You never fucking see him again. It drives terrible. me crazy. No. And you were literally telegraphing yeah. this other thing is more important than you. That's right. And our society is set up such that that's normal.
1: Because and you it should does just become, accept that. Because it does become <laughs> more important than other things. Because right. you can't finances, survive. Your without finances it. are tied to that's them. Right.
0: You're legally tied to them. How many? You're like, you, how can't, ma- you can't. You can't. You can't go into a fucking hospital room or decide what happens with someone after they die unless you're fucking married to them. Our society is set up to to elevate those relationships. That's right.
1: And you know what? Another really, really important talking point is the amount of people who stay in those relationships because they will die if they leave. And the problem is a lot of them end up dying because they stay. Right. And it's horrible. And
0: why do they die if they leave? Because there's because no, they, they don't can't have a community
1: to live on their own. They, yeah, and they do you don't. Know how many people I've talked and they don't to and help get out because they're like, I can't do it. Yeah, I literally can't leave. Yeah, and that was one we, of the if, things if that if we, we had... did with Choice for Chatham Kent. It was try to help people. Yeah, get out of situations where it was like, I'm going to die. Yeah, you know. It, yeah, it's and and like horrible.
0: And like if 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 we actually instead of privileging individual siloed nuclear families we yeah. actually had community
1: yeah
0: uh this is why th- i still think religion is really important uh because like you it and is, i are
1: gonna butt heads on this for so but, long
0: <laughs> but it's one of the, like and i'm not a religious person no but it's one of the last places in society where where there's a built-in community of people who look out for each other I and agree. and yes they're isolationist and they and they're insular and they're and they're often uh big r religion is often extremely fucked up i'm yes. not denying that but but the want, the reason people want to go to church is because the there's community. a fucking community there of yes. people that give a shit about you just because you exist with them.
1: This is why a lot of the anti capitalists in the in the sixties and seventies would would uh, get in touch with a lot of the Quakers um, and mm-hmm. and use them because it's already an existing too. community. Exactly, it's already an existing community that is already used to being opposed, mm-hmm. so they are already. Like, kind of ready to go. Yeah. Um, they're all on the same page, generally. Um, if one says that we should do this, the, you, the rest will follow.
0: Well, so, look like at civil rights movements. Between, yeah. between like, uh, uh, you know, black Muslims and black Christians, that was the civil rights movement. That's right. They were organizing in churches.
1: Well, that's the thing. And there's it's a like, reason they
0: were organizing in churches. This is
1: the one <laughs> way in which I am like, yeah, they do that right.
0: Yeah. You know what I
1: mean? I'm like, they do organize well. But yeah. the thing is like
0: slavery was in part ended because of the organization of black churches that's right so like like it's it's you know the underground railroad op- often operated through a network of churches like yeah like and it's not because of god it's because of community, community. right yeah, that's right and and like if if we all had a community we could turn to when shit goes dark Women trying to leave an abusive relationship would have a place to go.
1: That's right. But that's why people try to, you know, that's why a lot of anti capitalists try to start intentional communities because they're like,
0: Yeah, I hate that word. We don't want to be,
1: I know, I know. So,
0: the way that we do them is so.
1: It's fucking stupid. I, we try I to know. reinvent
0: the fucking wheel and go out in the woods. It's yeah. like, We already have houses and shit here. Why yeah. are we doing this? No, There's we, power. We should and be stuff. doing
1: it in an urban <laughs> setting. And I yeah. do understand the need for, um, you know, having a rural part available because you know when you have like you know arms training and things like that you can't really do it in the city <laughs> yeah but um but it's I just
0: how flippantly really like you good know, when you're training to fight you know
1: I'm just saying
0: <laughs> Yeah,
1: I don't know I'm just saying um I'm fucking saying it what it is okay like yeah. listen we're all thinking it I'm just saying it but like here's the thing it's like it, it, yes it, it, the community aspect is important in religion, I understand that, but that's why we're trying to build things like that. And if we could just all collectively get our heads out of our asses, yeah, <laughs> yeah well, it, the problem is also, I don't want to live with most of you,
0: <laughs> yeah. Well, and this, but this is the thing, this is why, like, I have drifted more toward communism in the last few yeah. years than I ever have in my life previous to this, yeah, is because, like, I do recognize how insufficient intentional community building on a small scale is if yeah. you're trying to take down capitalism Absolutely. it's not going to fucking work exactly. but centralized planning at a larger level yeah. might actually accomplish that it's why i'm drifting over there that's fair it's like, and i'm not saying they y- do say I'm you'll not, get
1: more communist as you get older i'm not, not a fucking that.
0: tanky i'm not, <laughs> I'm not saying that <laughs> i'm just saying that like like there might be some uh, there might be some value to that kind of large scale central planning because this that's the only way we're taking this shit out. Yeah. The only way that we're actually fighting climate change, the only way that we're actually gonna dig our way out of this in the next seven to eight generations. Yeah. Uh, which it ain't looking good, but like the only way we're doing that is by it's it's not going to work with small intentional communities in the fucking woods that's not how we change this shit
1: though that almost
0: comes (laughs) off as like a vacation it is and it's only only fucking white privileged people think like that
1: a lot a lot of people can't afford to do it a lot of people it's just not possible for and it 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 wouldn't be possible on a mass scale the way things are currently yeah so many people are so tied to their work because they have to be like you Mm -hmm. know if you're lucky enough to work which is a fucked up thing to say, <laughs> yeah, but like if you have a job and you're able to pay your bills, which not many of you can, but it's not like you can take time off to go all fucking fuck around in the woods with a bunch of fucking hippies, no,
0: you know, you don't have time,
1: yeah, and I mean, I just
0: and it isn't as, and it isn't changing anything, like
1: yeah, but i I still maintain that it would be possible to um live in an intentional community or whatever you fuck you want to call it with a small group of people if you were using that for training purposes for meeting purposes or organizing purposes it would help you you cannot in yes in that
0: group but it wouldn't really help society it
1: would help society if you were (laughs) able to equip people with skills that they needed or information you know
0: yeah. in order to but you'd have to do that on a mass scale it, which ha- is, it would that's the other thing it would have to be a, a mass
1: in. scale yeah exactly you, you, and you so can't do that
0: on a small scale it no. won't work you're just crazy people in the woods with guns yeah
1: and you also <laughs> cannot make you, you also can't have people staying out there it would have to be a, a rotating thing because you have to have people still going and working uh you know doing leftist work in in an urban area there still yeah. has to be social aspects well, like, to socialism
0: well, and like Marx and other, a lot of others have talked about. You know, you using the Marx didn't say using the master's tools, but his was more like the, the using what capitalism has built exactly. to bring it to down, dismantle it. We have yeah urban centers, not because they benefit capitalism, yeah. but because they benefit humanity. That's right. Capitalism gloms onto that and then does what it does. Yeah. But but urban centers, people coming together in urban centers, long predates capitalism. Yeah. That's that's because we, we found out that it's easier for us to live like that. Exactly. And we can we can sort of form nature to our will and you know all that other shit, which you can debate and, whether and that's a good thing or not. why make things so much
1: but, harder? Why make things so, we, so much harder? Having power exactly. and cell
0: phones and and houses and roads and infrastructure already it's there
1: there's a ton of really <laughs> big mansions with very sturdy compound like walls around them Absolutely. that could be occupied Found i'm some just in bedford. yeah i know bell
0: street in bedford
1: yeah see just saying
0: Fucking headquarters for the revolution in a video game in a video game yeah yeah
1: fuck yeah <laughs> anyway we got off on a bit of a tangent but i think it was good
0: i yeah. think it was a good
1: thing to think about
0: i just kind of want to keep talking about stuff yeah me too this is why we like podcasting. We don't care if anybody actually listens to it. Yeah. Well, we're at an hour and 30-some-odd minutes. Um, I don't... You want to talk about anything else? I don't give a shit. Let's just start putting up four-hour episodes. Fuck it.
1: <laughs> just, like... We are, like, a stone's throw away from broadcasting, like, fucking cameras in each corner of our apartment. Be the real narcissist fucks and just be like, watch us live. <laughs> Um, I have to take a break and go get some water. So, if you turn my mic off and sing a song to the people, that'd be fine.
0: Yeah. I mean, do we want, but, well, do we, like, we are an hour and a half in. Do we, is no, there I don't something really else you ca- want to talk about? I don't
1: really uh, have anything else right now to talk about. Okay.
0: No, Why don't we I can't just end think. it then. Yeah, let's, let's just, just do it. Let's just not be fucking self absorbed for a minute. That would be great. <laughs> okay. I do have to edit this still, so.
1: Ooh, yuck. Yeah. I did say a lot of names. No, you didn't. I said like three I,
0: names. In the beginning, it's fine.
1: In the beginning. You should take this out. This is a bunch of bullshit.
0: No, I'm gonna leave it in. Oh my god, you're so with the people here. Okay, let's
1: get the fuck out of here. Oh okay. yeah. Okay, bye. Okay, bye. <laughs> yeah,
0: fuck. Yeah, fuck. <laughs>